to Giant Mega Fun Time, the podcast. We're a little bit late today because I made a mistake over the weekend, didn't I? Yeah, we did this. They do. Oh, that that that's a strange new voice there. We'll introduce that first. Uh, We have a special guest today, don't we, little one? Yeah. Who is it? Mom. Mom. Mom is our special guest today. Um, but yeah, we, we've already done this podcast, but um, the audio input was wrong. and It didn't record anything we were saying. It didn't record anything we were saying. Oops. It was such a good one, too. And then, boom. So we're going we're gonna to redo it here. This is take two, so everything will be super duper. Um, yeah. And we have a special guest. We already covered that. I'm happy to be here. Delighted, in fact. I am happy to be here. I am not a robot. Robot. We, our special guest is a is robot mom. Oh, my. Um, so I'm still going first? Yeah. All right. My favorite thing this week. Well, it's been for a while, but that's what I'm going to talk about now because I'm getting close to the end, is a series of books called the Fetch Phillips Novels. Um, there are three of them. It is, uh, it's by, um, Luke Arnold. I'm reading the third one right now, which is called One Foot in the Grave, in the Fade. I want to say in the grave. Uh, but the first one is The Last Smile in Sunder City. Then there's Dead Man in a Ditch. And then One Foot in the Fade. And they're pretty fun. They, uh... They're about magical creatures who have lost their magic. So I don't th- in the book, yeah, you don't get to meet any magical creatures with magic. This has all happened after something called the Coda, where they've all lost... Ma- magic just disappeared from the world. But magic creatures and people live together with humans. Cool. Yeah. Um... I have a question. What's your question? Um, which character from the series do you find the most intriguing? The most intriguing? Well, there's a lot of little characters in it. Um, but I guess the most intriguing would be Fetch Phillips. That's the person you follow throughout all three books, who is a man for hire, meaning you can hire them to do this or that, or, and they try and help magical creatures um, who are having trouble after they've lost their magic because they have to figure out how to do things completely differently. Hmm. So, you know. I have a question. What's how did question? you stumble upon this series? Um, through lots of research and um, study. No, I was looking through books um, science fiction and fantasy books and the, the covers I often just get uh, paused by the cover so if it's a good cover I'll look at it and then I'll read a synopsis and it sounded interesting and then I gave the first one a try and then I liked it and said I'll read all three alright what element of the cover drew you in just the the graphics of it it just looked it looked like other books that I had read and enjoyed, so I thought I would go with that. 
Any other questions? Um, let me think. I see smoke, smoke happening. Hard-working brain is working hard. Yeah. I love it. How do you feel about the world building and setting of the series? <laughs> How do I feel about it? I like it. I think they did a good job building the world. It takes place in one city for the most part. The third book has ventured out of the city, but it takes place in one city. So the world building involves just one place, which we learn about more about in each book. Yeah, I like it. It's, Great it's questions, a good, kiddo. Good world building. Little one. Yeah. Um, all right, are you going now, little one? Uh, no. No. All right, our special guest is going. What is your? What was your favorite thing this week? Something that I really enjoyed this week was a television show about eight episodes called Survival of the Thickest, starring, I'm going to apologize for, if I get the name mispronounced, Michelle Buteau. And she's a comedian, and the show happens in New York City and just celebrates all kinds of people showing up however they are and trying to make choices that work for them and live a life that has value for them and kindness for the people around them and I thought it was very funny and very well done. Nice. Yeah. Is this a show for a little one or just big ones? I would say grown-ups. A grown-up show. Yeah. Someday I hope to enjoy shows like that with this little one. I bet we will. Yeah. I bet we will. Um, so what makes... Survival of the Thickest stand out among other Netflix shows? Ooh. Um, well, one of the things that I really liked was that it showcases people with all different kinds of identities. So different, uh, different kinds of body types was one big thing that is important for me in the work that I do and who I am in the world to see that celebrated. Um, and I love a strong female lead. Mm. Yeah. Nice. Do you have any questions for our special guest mom about this show? No. No. Um, so are there, you said there are eight episodes? I think so. Are there any specific ones that particularly resonated with you? Ooh. Um... In one, this is maybe recency effect more than anything, but in one of the later ones, they have an alternative prom for like people whose prom either had rules that didn't fit how they wanted to dress or show up to prom or who they wanted to bring to prom. So it was like a big fun dance party, mm. and I love a dance party. That first prom sounds lame. Yeah. Yeah. Not that great. No, no. Any other questions for mom yet? No. No. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, what do you find most compelling about the character? I looked this up, of Mavis Beaumont. Oh, that's right. 
Mavis. Mavis. Mavis, Mavis. Mavis, Mavis. Tomato, tomato. Yeah. Uh, the most compelling. Well, I think, you know, as lots of stories, it sort of starts with someone who's sort of like, here's what my life is like, and I'm, I love it. And then something big happens, and Mavis is forced to kind of rethink what relationships and what um, her career should look like, like what things are working for her and what things aren't working for her. So it sort of shocked her into sort of rethinking what she might want to do and um, and the choices she might want to make, and that led to some really interesting avenues. Hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. Sounds like an interesting show. Do you think I would like it? Uh, I think you'd watch it with me because you're nice and open-minded. <laughs> I think it probably wouldn't be one you'd pick by yourself. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I, did you think of a question for Mom yet? You don't have to have one. Yeah. No. Um, one more. Uh, should I ask about the humor or... Well... This yes, I'll ask about that because you said that they were a comedian. Do do, do you appreciate the humor in the show, and how does it con- contribute to the overall narrative? I did appreciate the humor in the show. I found it to be uh, quite funny, and a lot of the funniness was like just weaved in. It wasn't like over the top jokes, so uh, I kind of liked it because it was like, oh, you could see how. I like it when you feel like oh, I could hang out with that person and they just like could make me laugh sometimes. So I liked that part of it. I also had listened to an interview. This is how I found the show. I listened to an interview with Michelle Buteau. Again, I think that's how you say it. And she was talking about how in her humor, she likes to punch up, right? So like make people feel good, not bring people down. And I saw that in the show. It was great. Nice. Yeah, that is good. I think I think we're ready for you, little one. Yeah. Do you want to tell us what you've been really enjoying this week? Um, going to the pool a bunch. Yeah. What What, what about the pool? Have um, you been enjoying? It's because it was a new pool, Ooh. and it's. And it was close to the camp I was doing. Yeah. So, um, and it, I think it was better than the pool that we usually go to because. Oh, interesting. Because, um, you don't have to just get out of the pool when it's lap swim because there's a shallower side. Right. It is nice. It's divided into two sections, right? Yeah. It's still one pool, but it has this island that I noticed the lifeguards like to hang out on, which is pretty convenient. Yeah. Yeah, and you can just play. It's a nice little uh, shallower side. It's three feet deep at the most. Yeah, I think it was. Well, it kind of starts gradually like a beach, right? It goes from zero all the way to three feet. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. What kinds of things did you like doing in that gradual, shallow pool? Um, I liked just swimming. Yeah. And, oh, and there were snacks. 
Snacks, yes. Ooh, snacks. That's a... I don't remember that from when I was a kid going to pools, public pools, the snacks. Really? Really. Hmm. But maybe I just don't remember that. But it, I, it's kind of nice having snacks at the pool. What's your favorite snack at the pool? Um, <laughs> do you want me to tell you my favorite snack at both of them? Yeah. So the one that we usually go to, popsicles. Popsicles. Um, yes. And... The one that we just started going to, the two ice creams. The two ice creams. Two kinds of ice cream. Yeah, there's a vanilla ice cream covered in chocolate plates with... Oh, on on a stick? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And... What do you call that? What is that called? An ice cream bar. Ice cream bar on a stick? And then the... And then another of my favorites was... The um, Kit Kat ice cream. Kit Kat ice cream? Ooh. Yeah. Wow. That sounds... I like a Kit Kat. Was like that also cream. on a stick? Yeah. No. 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 It was ice cream in a cone. Ah. Interesting. I like, I like the sounds of that. I have uh, one more question. I wonder if... Because you went to this new pool with a friend, right? Yeah. Do you think that made it also a little more fun? Yeah. 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 It's fun yeah. to do things with a friend. I noticed. Well, I noticed something you were doing. I'm curious what you think or what you enjoyed doing most with your friend at the pool. Mm, just playing in the pool. Just playing in the pool. Yeah. That's what I saw. A lot of that. We did a bunch were, of water fights. Yeah. Ooh. So with some splashing, you were... Um, I, when I went in, it seemed like you were playing as Pokemon. Yeah. Gyarados and somebody else. Some some other kid in the pool was telling me all about the mighty, mighty, giant, mighty Gyarados. That's cool. Is that who one of you were? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Anything else you want to tell us about the pool? Mm, nah. No. No. That's it. Well, awesome. Yeah. Thanks for telling us about that. Yeah. I've loved watching you work really hard at swimming this summer. Yeah, me it's too. pretty cool. And thanks for being our special first special guest. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, I hope I get to come back sometime. Maybe. We'll see how this one uh, I like, plays I like with a lot of audience. things, so I got, I got a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm curious, so I got a lot to ask. Wait, you have a lot to say? Oh. That's right. Dad jokes. Um, all right. Well, that's our podcast for this week or for last week. Sorry we're a little late. Um, hopefully we'll be back on schedule this upcoming weekend. No uh, technical difficulties now that we've got it ironed out. We hope. We'll listen to this and hopefully there's audio. (laughs) It looks like there is. We should have done a test. But, um, yeah, check us out at our website, giantmegafuntime.com. There you can see all the episodes. You can get links to your favorite podcast player or just grab the RSS feed. Hope you have a great week, and we'll see you on Sunday. Bye. Bye. Bye.